John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. What's going on? How's everybody doing? I'm uh, live in San Jose. I'm back. I was on vacation last week, and I uh, I wasn't in a position to um, do the show. I was in Florida, and um, yeah, it wasn't happening. Can you tell I'm uh, relaxed and tan a little bit? I got my beach hair still, still uh, shaking out sand particles a little bit, just a little bit. How are you guys up? I'm, I'm uh, mad. I missed. Um, I missed uh, some of the fights because I also did a seminar this weekend, and I had to drive to Ontario, California, and I taught a uh, wrestling for jujitsu. Wrestling for jiu-jitsu. That's good. Uh, jiu-jitsu schools, they enjoy that because they don't get a lot of high-level wrestling. So I send them some, you know, do some drills, show them some technique, things that they can uh, melt in together with their uh, key jiu-jitsu game, right? Shooting on that single leg and allow that to set you up for something else where it's good. It's nice. Uh, it's the second one of those seminars, one of those seminars that I've done. So sometimes I'll mix in some wrestling with them, but they wanted straight up wrestling for jujitsu. It's good. Um, I got to go to Florida. It's in Florida for almost a week, so that was lovely. Um, hardly any masks anywhere. No passports. People acting. Um, like normal human beings, it was interesting to see people out and interacting with each other like normal. People walking up to strangers on the beach and saying hi, um, conversating with people in the pool, no problem. Nobody's spreading disinfectants towards you. <laughs> it's nice. I think there's a little, um, <clears throat> I don't know, there's a lot of fear still here, Cali. It's kind of annoying. But I don't know. Um, it's a possibility. It's a possibility that I relocate. I think that would be that'd be a nice place to live. I could, I could definitely put a school there. I'm gonna put the uh, link to be a guest and ask questions. Get a free consult. That is in in the uh, thing right now. But that how did I start late on this? No. I said late on Rockfin. But yeah, here is the uh, is the link. I put that in there too. Anybody want to jump on the on the link and ask questions in person? Right, it's free consult. Couldn't talk about the fights today because so, I didn't really get to see them. But uh, Islam, I told you, monster. I told you guys. All right, let's play a song. Let's wait for more people to come in. Uh, invite your friends, your family, your enemies. There's room for everybody here. Uh, you so, uh, <laughs> where's the song I just played? I used to spend my nights out in the bar room. Bad. 
vacation vacation the song out of my head i'll just play something else What you guys think of uh, the fight? If you did see it, um, yeah. I mean, sorry, but Bobby Green does not strike me as somebody who's gonna stop the takedown and prevent Islam from doing what he does. Now everybody's gonna shit on Islam. Oh, how does this guy get ranked so high without fighting any whatever? But then, then the guys that are ranked and he's the fight will fight him. It's like, what are you gonna do? Like, it's his fault. He says yes to the fights, fights them, and wins. <laughs> you want him to fight people? Yell at the guys that won't fight him. Um, Tyler Durden saw everything. He saw one Bellator and UFC. Musasi, again, Musasi may be one of the greatest fighters to ever do it, uh, but he doesn't get any. He doesn't get a real big push. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, Musashi has another win. Uh, any other standout fights from that night? I'm not real certain, but uh, yeah, the uh, Islam smashed through Bobby Green. Uh, Good on Bobby Green for um, stepping up and stepping in, so we could see Islam fight. But yeah, I didn't uh, catch much or anything. There wasn't a lot of other names on the uh, in that card. That Terrence McKenna, he's got a lot of fast knockouts. I don't know what happened with him. All right, guys, let's uh, let's get to some console questions. Let's just, let's do this. If you um, got the guts, the link is in the chat. Link is in the chat. I put it in there. I put it in there again later. Be sure to uh, participate. Call in. Yes, that was for Elise. I think I only made one mistake. It was for Elise. Yep, you were right, Larry Check. Larry Cheek. Sorry, Mr. Cheek. Uh, everyone needs to know self-defense. They do. Brandon L is asking, best place to train in San Jose? Depends on what you're looking for. What you're looking for and where you live. Because it does... Uh, you know, there's a lot of good places around, but if you can't get there, they're too far. You can't make the class times. But if you're a regular student just looking to work out or uh, you're looking to compete, we're looking to fight uh, with some amateur bouts or you're just trying to get into, uh, into shape, it all depends. But the basic thing everybody needs to know is how to fight. You need to know some level of how to fight. Book me for a uh, small group seminar, private one-on-one, -on -one, so I can teach you how to uh, how to defend yourself properly. Okay, I'll get you up on your feet, get you moving, get you mobile, hostile, and ready to uh, defend yourself. 
Okay. You know, Tyler Durden is saying that Islam is fantastic and Gregor can be Izzy. Yeah, that's probably why they got rid of him. And he's not necessarily a company guy. So, uh, yeah. Is it Terrence, Terrence McKenna? I can't remember his name. There's a, there's a, he fought on the card. I'm going to look. I'll look up. Maybe I'm missing that. Because, uh, Terrence McKenna, isn't he the mushrooms guy? <clears throat> there were some fights I wish I could have seen, though. The uh, Armand uh, Sarukian. Tarukian and then the Petrosan. These guys, I would like to see how they performed. Terrence McKinney, that's it, not McKenna. Terrence McKinney. He got a uh, round one submission. Yep. That's a good call right there. MMA press room is saying Musashi is a lead fighter. He's also a smart fighter. I've always thought he fought uh, some tough guys, but the key was he fought them at the right time. Yeah, I mean, people have avoided him. He's one of those guys, too. Like, he's he's not going to get people generally in their peak or in their prime because they don't want them to, to risk the loss. Because Musashi is good, man. And he fights regularly at both weight classes, 185 and 205. He moves around. Lucas, uh, do you do anything for hair loss prevention? I uh, am pretty gifted genetically with hair. Um, I haven't had to do anything for hair loss prevention, but I will say that eating shitty food, eating processed food, lots of sugars, all that stuff, it can't be good for anything with your skin or hair. I'm sorry, but the food you put into your body, that's the, that's the building blocks for the rest of your body. So if you have... Stinky BO, if you got bad breath, you got bad acne, if you got gross skin, if you got thin hair falling out, you know, some of it's genetic, but it gets hella amplified with your uh, dietary intake. You're eating shit food, the rest of you is going to be shit. You are what you eat, right? Don't be a turd. Don't be a turd. Don't be a tired guys. It's not. It's not what you want to do with your life. Lucifer, uh, yeah, Musashi for Sweden. Stuff. Come on, who's got? Right, we got a. We got a question. We got written out a question <clears throat> over on uh, the Rockfin. Sean Tobin has put up a consult question for me here. So, Yo, John, I have some questions for you about what it was like to be part of the UFC 100. That was really an epic event. They uh, undersold you for sure. That performance against Paulo Tiago was dominating performance. It looked like you could have subbed him, but then you almost knocked him out in the final seconds, handing him his first loss. What do you you do for training leading up to that event. Man, by the time we're fighting at UFC 
100. We'd already started having like headbutting issues with the UFC. So, um, I mean, we knew that they were kind of just, they wanted to get rid of me. They want to get rid of Koscheck. We weren't the company guys. We weren't going to jump through hoops and fight for them. Uh, you know, we weren't going to make a percentage of the take. So, like, why are we giving you all this money? Um, and, man, I'll have to go back and read through my journal big time for how it was. But I was definitely getting ready for that fight big time because you beat Koscheck the fight before. Um and that was, you know, he was a tough guy without a name. And he's somebody that they, they kind of used guys like that to try to get rid of some of their other some of their problems. Okay, we'll take a guy that has nobody uh, knows about him, but he's tough as hell. And then we'll have him fight one of our guys that we want to push out or we're having issues with. And um, you kind of know. Like I always knew that was happening. Some other guys, I don't know if they know that's happening. But I was, I, I was definitely ready for that fight. I was ready for him. Um, he was tough, good jujitsu, and then uh, I had to make sure I didn't get caught with anything on the way in. But I knew like his wrestling wasn't gonna be able to deal with me. The night of the fight itself, um, they uh, kept screwing with me, of course, because. Uh, we were supposed to be the third fight, right? Uh, and a, they call it the swing bout. They have a swing bout that they will push back because they want to make sure that the main fights get on the pay-per-view because they only have, you know, that three or four-hour chunk of time. And if you run over that time, like, those, the fights don't get seen. So if some of the fights early on run late and they don't have – they think they might not have enough time to show all of the fights – they'll bump the swing bout uh, a little bit further down the road. And they end up bumping me like three times. And then I was the unofficial main event. I went after Brock. I fought after Brock and, and Herring that night. So we had to <clears throat> warm up, hang out, warm up, hang out, warm up, hang out a few times before we finally were, were ready to go. And part of you is thinking – you may not even fight. Like maybe they'll cancel the whole, the whole show. Like, oh yeah, we're done. You guys get your show money. Thanks for coming. <laughs> you know, like you have no idea. So we had to just, you know, keep getting ready and try not to let it not to let it bother us. But I don't, I don't think it was a mistake. I don't think like they really thought there was going to be. Um, yeah, I don't think they were gonna. Um, You know, they were real happy with me and um, they would have been fine with me not being ready and <laughs> having me lose and then cutting me. They probably would have wanted to cut me then at that time. They couldn't get rid of me. Fuckers. But, yeah, because that wasn't part of my next winning streak. Because uh, be, I lost the GSP and then I won five more fights. After that, before the BJ Penn draw, which was just garbage, absolute garbage. I have two draws that shouldn't be draws. I should have 34 wins there. And then I have a, a no contest that should have been a, a DQ. 
I was on one knee and got punted in the face. And the promoter would have rather called it a, a no contest because um, with the no contest, he doesn't have to pay out a win bonus to anybody. Got an interesting take here by Tyler Dern's stupid name. He says, is he facing people closer to his reach is often forced to attack, leaving him open to being countered himself? Pierre Anderson and Jan, I think, Grigard superior everywhere outside standing. Yeah, I think Grigard would, uh, would push the pace and get close, you know, and not just run in turn some angles, and then I think he'd be willing to press him in the fence or clinch up with him, take him down if he needed to, but I don't know. I think that could be a good fight, honestly. Lucas is saying, Khabib said he always had a good relationship with Dana. Why? Because he never talked about money with him. He said he didn't even know how much he was earning until the fight with Connor. That's a big problem with a lot of these guys. They're not, they're not paying attention to the money and what they should be making and what other guys are making. It's it's a kind of a numb nuts brainwashed thing the athletes get into. Oh, I, I fight free. I fight for honor. I fight for whatever. And that just sets you up to get taken advantage of and robbed by these people because they just see you as a, a money printing machine. Ryan Rich is a good question. Saying for the average guy, would you try to learn BJJ wrestling or Muay Thai all at once or just one at a time? Um, well, okay, so the wrestling, it's hard to find adult wrestling programs. Uh, and you get you get beat up a little bit doing wrestling. It's hard and demanding on your body. So there's a higher risk of injury with that. Um, BJJ is great because it's way harder to get hurt. Like you can tap out, you can roll with things, you can focus on just the technique and um, you're much less likely to get injured that way. So it's a little bit better for training self-defense because you get actual live goes, you get a spar at a high, at high, pre uh, at a high pace, um, high effort level. And that's good. Uh, Muay Thai is also great because they do show some clinch stuff. Uh, powerful, violent strikes, um, and they do also show some clints, some head, head, neck grab type stuff, the, the plum choke, and those things. It, it gives you a little bit of uh, knowledge there. Uh, when it comes to you know learning all separately or one at a time, um, I think you can better master things if you focus on one at a time. You know, uh, focus on one at a time, and then take a break and focus on another one okay i think having bjj as your base and then having wrestling days where you get to work on just wrestling and then after a while you can start incorporating the muay thai stuff um but you know you start off doing five days a week of bjj every once in a while you learn a little bit of wrestling with it and then you can switch out eventually two of those days to uh, Muay Thai, so you can be doing three on the ground, three days stand up 
if you have the energy, but like, otherwise focus on one for a little bit. And if you ever feel yourself get kind of uh, bored, burn out a little bit with jujitsu, switch it, do a little bit of Muay Thai for a few months and then go back and forth. I think is a good, very good uh, avenue to do things like that. But like, if you're planning on being a fighter, kind of have to i don't know man you know uh a lot of it's the time like how serious are you in it because when i'm trying to learn to fight you know we have our mma practice where we mix everything together and then i would have to go and work with a trainer on my own to work stand up and i have to do jujitsu classes on my own also so we're doing those all at the same time and I will say that you will learn faster focusing on one thing. Like when I went to Thailand and I spent a month there and all I did was Muay Thai, like my Muay Thai got way better. It leveled up a lot uh, because of that. And then when I came back, I was able to go back to all the other stuff. Here we go. We got a little nutrition question here. Andrew Edwards is asking, Here's a nutrition question. What do you think about products like Soylent and Huel? They promote themselves as meal replacements, and some people do only eat this for all their meals. I think it's terrible. <laughs> I think it's terrible. You're taking processed, highly processed uh, materials and then putting them together. It's not health food. Just because it has a bunch of the things in it doesn't mean that it's bioavailable. It doesn't mean your body is going to take it in. and doesn't mean it doesn't have a ton of other chemicals and crap in it and sugar in it like i just we have meat we have eggs we have what we need we had it for millions of years we've been eating the same simple things stick with that stick with the same things we've been seeking i've been uh eating when you are working out at an incredible pace and you're sweating a lot and you have nutrient depletion then you have to think about taking supplements in order to get some of those nutrients back because you might not be able to eat enough food to get the nutrients you need in your body. So that's something that can help. If you're trying to um, put on weight and you need extra good calories, at some time you can put a little extra um, protein in your system with shakes and things like that. But like Soylent and Huel, like full and full meal replacement, like there's a difference between thriving and surviving. I'm not trying to just survive. Uh, my my, it's mostly the same stuff. Like the regularity I take them changes, um, but like the less I take my supplements, uh, the more neck issues I have. Like I can tell that I'm stiffer because I haven't been up to date and taking my pills every day like I should. Like I just had another break because I went to um, Florida. I didn't want to pack my pills. I didn't want to pack all that stuff. So I'll get back on the meal plan and the pills tomorrow. And I'm sure it'll help. It's like, yeah, I've been stiff. Because being on the plane too, like, yeah, neck gets sore. Range of motion suffers. Nice. Super chat. Floodland with the super chat. Saying you seem like a semi-chill dude. 
how do you flip a switch to get into a fight in competitive mode? Oh, man, it's like you're, still, you're a robot. You're focused. You're the Terminator. It's time to pull the trigger and go, you know? Um, I don't have to be amped up or hyped up or ah, crazy to go and fight. Uh, I'm, that's, that's a very calming experience for me, like with all that chaos. Like you step into the, the tunnel and you've got one thing to worry about. That's all easy mode. Filippo is saying, how do you feel at 40 something years old compared to in your 20s and 30s in terms of overall energy, life force, libido, etc.? I feel good, man. I feel really good. I feel like I got good energy right now. Um, it's definitely difficult to to train at the same level that I used to, you know, two, three times a day. Um, some of that, though, I think is motivation because I know there's not a paycheck at the end of it. Uh, and I just think there's enough deterioration of, of joints and things that makes it hard to um, makes it hard to be able to train and and when you can't train the way you want to. It's a lot harder having kids and stuff. It's a lot harder. Um, but yeah, as far as energy levels, you know, I got my testosterone done at the beginning of the year. I'm still, I'm still above 500, so. I'm, I'm in, I'm in good health. I think a lot of the switching to more clean foods in the last 10 years and not eating as much junk, staying away from sugar more often, you know, stay away from the, I need to, I need to stay away from the crackers even more when big picking of the kids shit <laughs> too much lately. Um, what are some rule changes I could possibly, this is Gage Johnson, that could possibly make decisions and rankings more objective? Um, like, I don't even know of what are the, what are the, what are the uh, judging criteria? Are there even judging criteria? There should be a, a, a clear cut judging criteria. A person off the street should be able to read the judging criteria and um, be able to pick a winner. <clears throat> every time, you know, but I, I don't know. I think we need um, kicks on the head on the ground, knees to the head on the ground. Uh, that would speed up a lot of fights and, and make more finishes. And then I think there needs to be a yellow card system where uh, if there's a, a lack of action in a fight, you should be able to hit the guy with stalling. If the guy isn't fighting up to his feet, if he's not sweeping, if he's just holding on waiting to get stood up, I think I think that should be a warning and maybe loss of money. And if the guy on top isn't throwing punches, I think the same. I don't know if five judges is going to be any better. I think uh, there should be a score clock or whatever should show the score after each round. I think that would help so fighters can judge and see who's winning what after each round. Uh, yeah, better selection and training. It's fine, but like again, like once until the cr cr criteria is fixed, when we absolutely know if you do this, you score points. You you get this much. 
I'm not sure exactly what they're doing, but I don't know if you heard of the guys, the Verdict people. I think it's an app or something, maybe. I follow them on Instagram, but they have their own system. And uh, I think maybe they might be onto something, but I don't know. It's hard to tell what to do with that because it's, you know, how do you even score a fight? You know, some people think it's damage. Some people think it's um, dominance. You know, I, I don't know. I think you let the fights go longer. <laughs> you take the break times away. You know, maybe a first round. First round is 10 minutes. Second round is 15 minutes. And you just pick the overall winner of the whole fight. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's one of the problems is, uh, yeah, judges are fans. Judges, often, judges are often fans. All right, I think we got our first caller. All right, let's see what we got here. Yo. Hi. What's going How on? How are you? What's going? I'm Charles. Charles. What's up, Charles? What um, is your uh, question you have today for uh, – I have a general question about uh, weight loss, dieting, mm -hmm. and exercise. I mean, I've spent the past year trying to exercise and eat better. Yeah. Um, I've lost 20 pounds so far, and I'm That's trying good. to – I'm trying to get down more because I'm almost at the point where I'll be heading to college soon. And I'm mm -hmm. trying to look my best self for when I head to that point, you know? Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, what systems are you trying to do to, to lose weight? Well, I've been working out a lot. I've been, okay. I just got some heavier weights. I've been mainly working out at home. I just got an 88-pound weight uh, barbell dumbbell system. Yeah. And I'm getting, uh, I'm getting another workout machine on tuesday okay that's so that's and a good that's a good start like i've been working building... on the personal trainer three times a week and that's when good. i'm not doing that i've been trying to go on five to ten mile bike rides and uh you know all that type of stuff i've been good trying. yeah so you're you're being active you're burning extra calories that way mm -hmm. and you're you're uh you're lifting so you're building your strong your, your lean muscle mass you know building your lean muscle yeah. mass up helps a lot with leaning out and staying staying uh at target weights but the big the big thing is um you know where abs are made diet abs are made in the kitchen yes i that, that's, that's my main one. question i've been asked i've been trying to get diet down and i've been having a hard time just yeah especially how old are you getting through it i'm i'm 18 now just turned 18. Okay. so yeah so in a lot of your eating habits have been developed as your life as a child yeah and, you know things that your parents had around for you and and things that your mom got for you to eat right so yeah can be a lot of that is comfort food and now as you go off into college and you're a man you have to like figure out what you should be getting to eat you know no more pop tarts and and cereal and shit like that no more hot pockets yeah hot pockets are gone right like it sucks, but that's that's a big one because like yeah, I mean, like I've been trying microwave to food eat and stuff better, but like I said, I, I've been uh, I, that that's the worst area. I, I've been struggling the most with just dieting, yeah. trying to get my health in check. 
yeah, it, 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 the food is the hard one because we're bombarded with just so much unhealthy food everywhere yeah. and it's so normalized. If like you're not eating the poison, everybody else is looking at you funny. But you do know? you have any recommendations on how to start going towards a healthier yeah. track? So what works really well for me is meal planning. Mm -hmm. right? So like I have set times that I eat meals. Right. And then I, I do meal prep. So I have my stuff made ahead of time. What that does is um, I eat six times throughout the day. And because I eat so many times a day, like I don't have time to get hungry and want to snack. Right. Because every time I start getting uh, that feeling where I want to eat something, it's like it's time. You know, it's already been two and a half hours, three hours. It's time for me to eat another meal. So and you, then, you don't do like fasting or anything like that because that, that's what I've heard. So some people do the fasting. Um, I I like to eat. So I also, if you're very active, I think, and you you burn a lot of calories because you're, you're, you're lifting a lot, you're running a lot. Like if you're going to jiu-jitsu practice and sweating a lot, I think um, it's better to be eating more often than to starve. But not, But I do know guys who do eat, you know, one meal a day, two meals a day. And they don't eat until after like 2 p.m. And they're they're lean too. I think you kind of have to play around with the one the diet that works for you. Mm -hmm. Right. The big thing is like no processed foods. Like get the sugar out. You know, keep it at whole foods. Um, I don't I don't eat many grain many like, grains or breads. Like I don't eat a lot of carbs. So trying to avoid carbs. Trying to avoid mostly processed foods. Yep. And then like with the carbs that I'm eating, when I eat carbs, it's uh, like, like I've experimented with this. I've experimented with like training hard for fights or like going into the gym mm -hmm. every day and not, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to have carbs this week and see what happens. And uh, I did that a couple weeks in a row and same thing happened. It was probably like Thursday. I just like hit the wall. Yeah. You know, so I, I had to make sure that I was eating at least half a cup of um carbs a day and then i wouldn't hit that wall at the end of the week so i found like the minimal amount of carbs i needed to be functional yeah i think that's something you can try to do a little bit but it's going to take a while to get yourself leaned out you know mm -hmm. where you're starting to yeah i mean i've been experimenting and i i've lost 20 pounds so far and i'm trying to go further i mean i was like mm -hmm. 225 230 and that was all fat. And I'm 5'11". Yeah. So it looked really bad. Yeah. And then, you know, I started weightlifting. I dropped down to 203. Um, are you doing any HIIT cardio? Uh, well, HIIT cardio, no. High intensity interval training. So HIIT cardio. I'm trying to get cardio in check because I, I have an yeah. asthma problem. And I was mm -hmm. hospitalized with that. So I'm like trying to uh, yeah. take it one piece right. at a time. But I'm trying to get through to get cardio where i'm able to like run a solid two to five miles okay so with hit cardio we don't care about um distance okay we want we want high output for a short period of time 30 okay. 30 second sprints 30 second rest 30 second sprint 30 second rest that type of stuff or uh aka we have like a bike workout we do where we'll be on the bike for a minute doing a sprint we'll jump off and do some type of other work for a minute and um, so that's pretty much like as fast as you can possibly go for yep. 
30 to second to a minute and then you yeah, take and I, I have a gum road program <clears throat> if you follow the link tree in my description um mm -hmm. uh you go to the the gum road i have a i have a 12 minute bike course it's just 12 minutes you're doing sprints for 12 minutes uh and um i have one up on my youtube channel too that's a different different type of workout but the same structure where you're sprinting a minute on the bike doing a minute of something else and you can do a lot of different types of workouts like that you could you go on the football field and you could <clears throat> sprint for 15 seconds 20 seconds stop take a 15 second break and sprint back and like you know, i uh, that's kind of what i did yesterday yesterday i wanted to my bike ride and i had certain sprints and then i kind of just went soft the rest of the way yeah so the the hit cardio is great because it raises your metabolism and then 24 hours after you've done your workout your metabolism is still high so you're still burning calories you're still burning fat after the fact um <clears throat> it's a shorter workout which takes a shorter period of time so you should have less injuries mm -hmm. and when you're when you're jogging two to five miles like it takes a lot of time to do you could roll your ankle you could get shin splints um, the impact from hitting the ground can mess your knees and hips up. So you actually increase the chances of getting injured. And then you can't work out for a while, which is not going to be good for burning calories. So it's more of a quick thing. It's like in, in and out, like a... but you're so one of the things I've found is that the closer you make your body think that it's going to die, <laughs> like, <laughs> but the more it goes to protect itself, the more uh, nutrients and stuff it releases, the most hormone, the more hormones it releases into the body to like take care of you. The liver kicks in, right? So you have guys who do the sauna workouts, right? They swear by those. You have the guys who do the, the ice plunges, mm -hmm. you know, um, those are extreme situations too. Lifting heavy weights, that's an extreme situation too. Do you have body. any recommendations on uh, weightlifting and like how to make that kind of optimized to you? I, because of my, so I have a, I have a blog on my website uh, mm -hmm. that'll, that'll uh, talk about it. But I, I came up with my own lifting system because I couldn't do the same, uh, the same type of lifts that I, that I grew up on doing football and, and stuff. Cause they're like bodybuilding lifts, whatever. And I'm working out three, four times a day. I didn't have time to like go to failure, wear myself out, get sore and then do my other workouts. So I do my fit smash workout stuff and I end up lifting six days a week, but I never, uh, am lifting like three or four different lifts in a day. So they're short workouts. I'm done in 35 minutes. It's, it's all I've needed to, uh, to stay lean and be active as a fighter. And then in the last year I put on weight trying to, uh, eat more and lift heavier. So like it works for putting on size too. I just, uh, I think less is more. I think guys overdo it too much. You don't need a million different workouts. You don't need two and a half hours in the gym. So what, what's your recommended time to spend like in total working out in the day? Well, I do my lift, which is anywhere from 35 to 45 minutes. And then I do my cardio, which will be anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's uh, just staying lean, staying in shape, and not competing. Do you think it's a bit more time if you're initially starting to try and lose weight as you're like working on just initially getting to the point that you're looking lean and fit? Um, man, a lot of it's gonna be the the, the diet. 
Let us eat mm -hmm. the diet. I think, you know, because if you're not taking in extra garbage calories, you have less less to burn. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, this is the workout system that you recommended is a definitely a new thing that I have never heard before. It's mm -hmm. interesting. I think I'm going to check it out and try and do something along the lines of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a blog post, uh, like lifting weights for um, martial arts and life, I think, something like that. I should see if I can find it. But yeah, I, I wrote that a little while ago. And then my I have my resistance band training course on Gumroad mm -hmm. 2. And I uh, those lifts are based off of that same fish smash lifting system. Okay. There you go. I'm finding this right here. I'm going to put this in the in the chat for everybody who wants to read through that. One of the things I've changed in that is I, I do a incline or decline bench or weighted dips for my mm -hmm. for my bench now instead of flat bench. Because uh, flat bench is kind of really only good for power lifters. Because the angle is not so good for your shoulders. Yeah. That's one thing that I've learned. I got a shoulder issue with lifting not too long yeah. ago. So if you're not trying to be a power lifter, like, there's not a huge advantage in doing flat bench compared to decline or incline or weighted dips or regular dips. I'm just kind of trying to get a look like uh, you, like, you know, thin, kind of lean, muscular. Well, I've gotten thick in the last year, but... Um, yeah, I know. I noticed, and you still look good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, li lifting uh, legs especially, mm -hmm. and then, man, like, take it easy on the on the calories. Liquid liquid calories are, are, are a big no, right? So no, like sodas or anything like that. Only no sodas, man. <clears throat> it's the worst because like you're, you're putting like two, two hundred to thousand calories in your mm -hmm. body. Like how fast can you drink that that thing? Yeah, like I, I have a I have a gallon tub of water next to me that I try and finish every day. And if yeah. I do drink anything that's not water, I try and make sure that it's diet so that's zero calories. Zero calories. Yeah, be careful with the diet stuff though because it's got some other chemical in it that makes it taste sweet. Yeah. I know it's still bad for me, but if it's like a party or something like that, I'll bring my own bottle of like diet root beer or something like that just to, you know, fit in with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> diet root beer. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, but that's the biggest thing is um, the food. Make sure the food, you know, you're young and you want to eat crazy stuff. But like, you want to you want to get your fat in a good position, fat body fat in a good position because it can throw off your uh, your hormones, make make things just harder for you. And it just doesn't make you look very good, now does it? Uh, nope. Girls are not knocking down the door to date chubby guys. Mm -mm. I've lost weight, but I, I still notice that I I need to lose a fair bit more. Yep. Well, replace uh. Replace the, uh, the fat with the muscle. That'll be a big, big help. Well, thank you very much, sir. All right, man. Thanks for thanks for calling in. See you guys. Eighteen. You got the guts to call in. Thank you very much, Charles. No problem. Thank you for your time. Thank you.
All right, we got another caller in with another question. Sean Tobin, what's going on? Hey, thanks for uh, doing this, John. This is awesome, dude. Get to pick your brain. That's terrific. Um, you know, I mean, like, I have questions about, like, you know, what I can do to improve just my own physical uh, presentation and health status. And then, you know, of course, you haven't been doing what you've been doing your whole life and your career tra uh, trajectory. I always kind of like want to pick your brain about your personal experiences about what mm -hmm. you've done before. But here's, here's a question just off the hook. And I'm, I'm sure this isn't going to apply to most of the people on here now. And I want to applaud the guy that just called in too. He had some great questions. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But um, like Mike, one of my questions for you is like when you are doing the seminars and stuff, you, you meet people of all different walks of life, but you're, yep. you're dealing mostly with young athletes. People that probably want to get an MMA uh, people. There there's a lot of you did a jujitsu seminar this weekend. There's, there's mothers, grandmothers in the class, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. wide, it's a wide, wide spectrum of people who, come in to learn jujitsu and the when I've taught some of the self-defense stuff, a lot of those people are just, uh, I've done a few free, um, self-defense, um, seminars and people who are non-athletes. Yeah. Okay? Like hippie, hippie stoners, like all about peace and love and waterfalls. And like, they learn some self-defense. So like you get a lot of different, different types of people in, in the stuff that I teach. So with the people that you have that come in there, like, let's say like men, in their 40s to 55 that like 15 year mm -hmm. range there yeah. like if they're just mildly active like for me recently like i've been doing a lot of hiking yoga i used to do martial arts i used to do like a lot of running uh which is why i was kind of interested to hear what you were saying about the running the cardio yeah. earlier but um like I, like for me i haven't i haven't been as active like in recent times, although I still do some pretty active things like the hikes are pretty serious. I'll be doing 10,000 plus hikes. I've done a 14 or recently, like last year in Colorado, but like, what do you recommend to people? Like maybe in my, my, uh, situation, they're, they're older, uh, males, you know, you kind of, you're just kind of in that trajectory. And then like, after a certain point, it's going to be going downhill a little bit health wise. What do you recommend for like, uh, like, exercises like I, I i know what you're saying about the food i totally get that mm -hmm. um but like what, what would you recommend for those people that are doing the exercises it sounds like you're gonna say avoid doing cardio because of the impact and the joint issues uh well long and distance cardio like it can be you know if you like running and you really enjoy it like i'm not gonna tell people not to go do what they really enjoy but like your sustained impact over a long distance it's a higher risk of injury yeah. So if you can figure out a way to do sprint workouts, a uh, shorter period of time, but like intense sprinting uh, where you can find a piece of equipment that doesn't beat your body up. You know, if you can, I like, I have a stationary bike, I have an aerodyne bike. I think things amazing. One of the best machines because you got your arms and legs involved. Um, I've used elliptical machines. I don't use the arms on the elliptical machines, but I can do sprint workouts on the elliptical machine uh, and that blows my lungs out and it doesn't kill my legs because mm -hmm. I don't do any incline and, you know, it's a very low impact machine. So there's a lot of machines, uh, versa climber, you know, if you're climbing up the thing. That's a really good, um, machine to work into, into hit training or that type of sprint workout. Um, even if you're doing, um, go to football field and you want to do line drill type sprints, 
like you know short sweet keep it under like i i haven't done uh cardio for a longer than a 30 minute period of time in 20 years wow you know like Damn. if we're going on a hike that's that's i call that an act of rest right <clears throat> I'm not, well, it depends on where not, you're hiking, <laughs> yeah. the elevation but, and how fast you're going. It's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're like climbing up a rock half the time, that's a little bit more than, than active rest. That's like, it's highly active rest. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Granted, but, yeah, yeah, it's not fighting, that's for sure. Yeah. I try to keep it try to keep it low, low key, or, or low time frame. You know, that 12-minute spot up to, like a lot of mine are around the 20-minute workout pace right hmm. now. Um, I'll do heavy bag. I'll do mixes of heavy bag work and the bike. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll do bike bag and jump rope and just jump, you know, you know each one to a different, different, different minute. <clears throat> but I think the number one thing that anybody can do for long-term health benefits is, is resistance training, lifting weights and, um, uh, Man, I can't remember the guy's PD Magnum. I think it was his name. There's a guy who, who I follow on Instagram or Twitter who wrote a book. <clears throat> he didn't start lifting until he was in his 50s. Oh, wow. And he started doing research and finding um, all these benefits and all these studies that were done on old people who, who started lifting like for the first time. They did like eight weeks of deadlift on Saturday. And just like the one exercise uh, once a week lifted like their health like massively. There's something to um, putting your body under extreme conditions that make it better. And, and, and on that, up something note, heavy right, is one of those things. Yeah, and on that note, right there, like when you were talking with the previous gentleman, I had this kind of. I was wondering how you felt about the, and maybe you said it earlier because there was a bit of a delay between when I changed over from my phone to the computer. Hmm. But um. Like, what do you think about like the uh, the cryotherapy and like the the heat treatment mm -hmm. and stuff? Like, you being an MMA guy, I'm sure you do a lot of that cryo. I've stuff. I've, uh, I've uh, tried that. I would rather do the cryo than than sitting in an ice tub because you can get much lower temperatures in the cryo, and it's a shorter period of time. And do you think that really has a benefit in stimulating the human body to like kind of repair itself when you put it under that kind of stress? The, Is it the really science. The science kind of points to it as being beneficial. But I will say, like, the stuff I also saw was, like, you have to do it, like, a number of days in a row to really hmm. magnify the the, um, the benefits. You have to, you have to be uh, – it was something about the shiver. Like, when your body got used to it enough to where you didn't shiver under those cryo temperatures, like, that's when your body is releasing – the stuff you need. Huh. Um, but like, that's the problem is a lot of people and a lot of fighters that I knew would go like once a week. So I think may, maybe it makes you feel good right then. You feel great and you, you euphoric right afterwards because there mm -hmm. is like some, some chemicals going on and changing in your body from reacting to it. Endorphins or something? Endorphins. I mean, there's like your liver sometimes releases some, some shit that makes your body cleaner, your blood cleaner. Like there's mm -hmm. a lot of different um things uh, that they they talk about that benefits you from from things like that and uh i think on a on a short-term thing once a week like it can it can help and there's probably a little bit placebo in there because it makes you feel good 
like you come out and you're like, whoa, that was, that was crazy. And you just kind of did a crazy thing because your body is like 230 below or some shit. And like yeah. you come out. So it's, <clears throat> you know, it's a little bit of a wild ride. Yeah. Um, but I think like the real benefits come when if you can knock out like a few days in a row of, of doing it. But let me ask you this, like, um, I'm just kind of curious, this is like more of a personal question for you than about like something to help me with training, but maybe something everyone can learn from, especially the younger guys who are tuning in on this. Like it's been well known now for years that like a lot of guys used to attack the training way too hard, a lot of hard sparring, not working on the technique and just shortening their careers. Mm -hmm. Like you yourself having been an MMA legend, a, a fighter for so long, like, I mean, what, what kind of things did you see yourself doing as mistakes at the start that impacted your health maybe long-term mm -hmm. negatively that you could have done better? Like, did you do a lot of too hard, too much sparring, too much? You, you know, I think we could, have, we could have definitely put more time into drills and um, the Dutch type drills and the stand-up stuff as opposed to just sparring. Hmm. Uh, you know, we would go in and, and, and just – technique spar on certain days and the guys who had fights would go up in the ring and they would do their hard sparring. And there wasn't a ton of instruction and, you know, we would get 10 rounds in moving around in light sparring. And looking back, I was like, that's dumb to me also now because the same way I look at um, long distance cardio, it, mm. it, it expands your opportunity to get injured because you're doing it longer. Well, instead of doing five rounds, I'm doing 10. So like, am I really getting more out of the second set of five rounds? Like, isn't my body kind of tired already? Am I not holding back? Am, not, am I not more open to injury now? Um, so like being able to split it and replace five of those rounds of sparring with technique. So now we, we did, we drilled five rounds of technique. Now we'll go and do our, our sparring. Okay. or even do the sparring first and then do the five rounds of technique after whatever, it, whatever is needed. And then we had days, you know, we had our marathon roll day on Thursday and we would come in, we would do 10 five minute rounds. And that was really good on one um, hand because it got a lot of fighters to, to actually grapple because a lot of guys would skip grappling and just, do mostly the stand-up stuff. So that would get the fighters to actually grapple hard for, for that 50 minutes. But at the same time, like they're not really doing the drills and you're still kind of beating your body up a longer period of time. You're never going to fight 10 rounds, you know? So why are you going hard for 10 rounds? Go five rounds, get your body used to those five rounds and being able to go hard five rounds and being able to tell how much energy it's going to take you to be on point for five rounds and then spend the rest of the time um, drilling. Either, either open up with drills or finish with drills. Be more hmm. centered on what you're doing. More focused. And I'm, I'm wondering now, like, how much do you incorporate things like yoga and, like, a lot of stretching into your, your regimen? Like, I mean, is that... I need to do a lot more of the stretching and the yoga stuff. I have... Um, rings up in my garage and that allows me to stretch my shoulders a, a lot i'll hang from it and i'll stretch different angles i can move the rings different heights huh. and that that allows me to sit down and, and and just open my chest up that helps a lot 
Um, the hanging from them just for a few minutes a day uh, helps loosen up the thoracic. Um, I have a roller that I roll out with on my back quite a bit, and then I have a decompression machine I use on my neck. And those are like the those are the things I do the most of. But I I need to I need to I need to stretch more. I, I should do some more hot yoga and uh, have something like partnered stretches, get my legs and hamstrings and stuff. Because I lift legs and lifting legs keeps you young. But like if you use the flexibility with your legs, like I, I follow uh, Squat University, Squat underscore University on Instagram. And every once in a while they'll post a video of an old person breaking some lifting record. It's like a 94 year old doing a full squat. Wow. Like, yeah. It's like, that's impressive. Just kind of obliterating that whole stereotype about age a little bit. Yeah. So if it's just like, don't, why, why, why give it up? Don't give it up. Like keep your mobility, keep that, that functional movement, that compound lift type movement. Like why stop? In terms of like a, like the lift, you're talking about resistance training and how that's really key to, uh, mm -hmm. For your longevity and just keeping your yep. body in excellent shape, I was kind of wondering, like, what about like just like doing exercises where you're like in, just basically using your own body weight? I mean, you're a wrestler, so I would yeah, body weight, way. body weight counts as resistance training. Okay, right, there's so plenty like, of, a lot of chin ups, you can, do, you can do push up, push ups, pull ups, chin ups, dips, um, free squats, you could squat jumps, plenty of stuff, lunges on your on your own, like. And there is no excuse for somebody to not be able to do some type of resistance training. Like you have a body, like you can, you can find a ton of free videos and, and, and people doing examples of stuff online. And, uh, you should be able to find a workout that you can do. Like, even if it's in the morning and you're just taking extra 15 minutes to bust out a few things, like do it. Yeah. You can't get up and knock out 50 push-ups. You know, do a couple planks for a minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to ask one more question because I see some of the the troops are getting restless here. They're they're <laughs> they're a little annoyed that I've asked so many questions. So we'll let we'll let some of them have a chance here with you, Champ. I um I also think you got robbed too in that decision where they gave you the draw to uh what's his face the Canadian there in Bellator. Right. Yeah, Rory McDonald. Dude. That was yeah. bullshit, dude. That like clearly you won that fight. They they robbed themselves of a great story. Yeah. Old guy <laughs> wins the tournament. Like yeah. Yeah. A, but um getting back to the what we were talking about earlier too. The last question for you here is like um you were talking about how like a lot of the grappling's really hard uh and you were talking about how like a lot of guys focus on their stand up uh, with the, the training. And, and I think I had asked you once in a podcast a long time ago about like someone like Frank Mir that used to be a guy that was like jujitsu and had some great submissions. And then he just morphed into this boxer where yeah. it's like, he's not like really a professional boxer caliber boxer, but he's mm -hmm. in the UFC trying to appease all the casuals by throwing hands. Yeah. And, um, that's a part of it, but it's also, it's easier. Yeah. It's just easier. Like, but I mean, going, isn't that going back now, I can, I can go in and I can, I can not be that good of shape and I can go in technique spar guys and I can put in five rounds. Um, and as long as we don't hit the ground, like I'm fine. 
you know, but like the second we start doing groundwork and people were pulling on my head and people are squeezing stuff, you know, we start hand fighting, get my head snapped in, in, in wrestling practice on Tuesdays. Like then, then it's like your back starts hurting then your knee gets tweaked and your head and neck gets sore. Like it but sucks I mean, like, to get hit hard and knocked out. Don't get me wrong. But like from your day to day, like doing stuff, like you're, you're generally blocking most stuff. You're not getting hit that hard. Um, yeah, it, it's easier to skip the grappling. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems kind of weird because it plays into the, the mindset of the, the casuals that watch MMA. Like, I remember, like, there's been a lot of great fights with you and other people that have a solid wrestling base and people are, like booing. And, you know, these people don't know anything about fighting because that takes a lot of fucking effort to use your mm-hmm. leverage on another human being that's fighting mm-hmm. you. And there's so much going on there that they're just mm-hmm. like they just they don't know anything. I was actually watching Habib uh, fight. Uh, Conor McGregor at this bar in town in Portland, Oregon called uh, the Marathon or the Marathon or whatever it was called then. And um, there was like some drunk kid, like this standard, typical BS, like, get up. That ain't fighting. And it's like the dude's like an artist. He just laced up the legs and he's beating the shit out of him and told him, hey, talk shit. That's not fighting. No, I mean, yeah, people get conditioned to like what they think a fight is. There's there's like a a psychological term. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like when somebody knows so little about a subject that they, they can't understand how little they know about the subject. Dunning-Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger effect. Okay. <laughs> that's the Dunning-Kruger one. Effect. That's the one. Yeah. And I, that's fighting what, that's fighting, fighting is like probably the about. most biggest one. People, they know, they don't know enough to know, not to know, not know they know nothing. Like they have no idea. And that's what, that's honestly what's cool about doing this, the self-defense stuff because, um, you, you see a lot of people um, get the aha, like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm more capable than I thought. But you also get the people who have the realization of like, oh, shit, like, I have no idea what to do if this happened. Yeah. 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 yeah we do like a basic, somebody grabs your wrist. Now what? <laughs> They're like, yeah. uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a big problem. People just don't prepare. You know, it's like you you don't want to assume the worst is going to happen, but you should sure as shit be prepared for it. So when it does go sideways, you have a response, you know? Yep. Absolutely. We've seen that for sure. Well, anyways, John, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to listen in on the rest of this and hear some of these other great questions people got. Some people were asking if I was like a journalist or something, but I'm just taking notes because you got a lot of info. They're taking advantage, man. I'm doing a free consultation. Most most guys don't pay for this kind of info. That's right. And we'll have to. We'll have to do that at some point. Thank you, brother. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Uh, We've been going for an hour. If anybody else wants to pop on, let me know. I'll give you a couple seconds, and uh, I'll wait to see if you want to pop on here and ask some questions. Um. I did uh, put the link to the blog. Hopefully, you guys got that in, into the thing. Um, I'm going to put this bonus one in there, too. It's another one of my blogs. But I um, I tested out the resistance bands because I wasn't sure if, how likely they were to work or be able to work for what I, I do and use them for. So I wrote a, I wrote a little blog on that. And then I have um, 
I have the uh, the gum road available and you guys can get the course there and of course I do consultations on the regular and if uh, you're up for it I have some courses uh, that go um, it's like packages of consultations over a period of time you know weight loss the fight stuff I got to get some more stuff on video that's going to be a push for this year um i think we will start doing that this month start filming a little bit but then i can show videos and stuff with people and consult you online you have to find your own partner to work with though where is the uh yeah i do this Why isn't there? Sorry, guys. I'm trying to. Okay, there it is. Link up the um, bike course here too. Okay, this you're gonna need a. Uh, you're gonna need a uh, Aerodyne bike and a heavy bag for this. You can make modifications. Okay, if you don't have the Aerodyne, you could use uh, row machines are good, low impact, great for, for hit cardio. Um, uh, ellipticals can be used, but they're hard to get not. Uh, yeah, ellipticals can be uh, good to use, but hard to get on and off of. A lot of times they turn off when you get off of them. So like, that's a pain in the ass. So I don't use them very often for hit cardio unless I'm doing the sprint on the elliptical machine and then taking the break, staying on the, in the, on the machine, just moving at a lower pace. Um, there's times that I've done minute sprint, minute break. Uh, times I've done minute sprint, 30 second break. And then there's times when I've been fight training and I've even done a minute sprint and 15 second break. And that, um, that'll get you, man. Even though you're not pushing hard with the muscles to do the elliptical, like you're you're still sprinting. It takes a little while to get used to the rhythm of the machine, but it's definitely definitely works. Ron Saints, your mom's asking about Ron Saints. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are just not happy with what's going on right now. But I don't know. I don't trust anything. It all seems like a uh, scam. It's all a scam. They just want your money <laughs> one way or another. Let's, um, Ian, Ian has got a good uh, question here. He's saying, John, do a wake up Bible for regular people, please. Already done. You can just use the regular wake up Bible. The thing is you use the meal plan. And that is the main thing about losing weight and doing, uh, a weight cut is the the diet. If you are on that meal plan and you're you're not cheating and you're doing it the right way and you've got the right uh, amounts figured out that you need, that's enough to get you really lean, right? Because I I did that uh, after one of my fights. I didn't do anything for like eight months. I didn't do any training at all. 
I didn't lift and I didn't, um, I didn't do any cardio. I didn't wrestle and grapple. I just stuck to the meal plan and sticking to the meal plan and not screwing around. I got like one cheat meal on the weekend. I stayed lean. I did start to lose weight towards the end though, because, um, I was losing muscle mass. I was losing muscle mass from not lifting. So then that's when I started lifting again and getting back on that program. I don't know, man. I don't know. You're going to take a show political now. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if Trump should even run. Maybe let the Saints do it. I don't know if it's going to. I don't know what's going to matter. Do we even have real elections anyways? It's going to get me it's going to get me banned, more shadow banned. Pretty much everybody's a schemer. Just find, find yourself a schemer that wants to actually help. <laughs> hey, guys, I want to help. I want your money, but I want to help, too. That's a good point, too. Sean Tobin was reminding me that, yeah. Trump did not pardon Assange. I don't. I don't really know if Trump's not in their club, anyways. But whatever. I, I think we might have been in a better situation right now if we didn't have that guy. But yeah, he uh, started kind of strong, but didn't really do much of anything towards the end. Hasn't really done much to help the January 6th people either, but whatever, they're all awful. Stop looking for people to rule you. Stop looking for people to lead you, lead yourself. Be be the person you vote for. You vote for yourself, okay? Get your money settled, get your family taken care of. You be the president. Yep. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for other people to lead you. Let's, uh, all right, we got another uh, question. Oh, we got a couple. I missed uh, a couple questions from Sean here on the Rockfin. I'll hit these real quick. She gave me a, uh, there are tips on Rockfin, guys. You can tip on Rockfin. Okay, he says, uh, another question. MMA fights and pushing people out. What was the deal with UFC 60? Hughes Gracie, the UFC, lied about Hoyce's record. It said he was 11-0 MMA when he had already lost to Sakuraba in 2000. Felt like they said Gracie's up, took advantage of their... Uh, age, Matt Hughes didn't have to make weight. He was five pounds over. Royce didn't get to fight in his gi. He had this whole career. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a setup, but it was also a big money grab for Royce. He he made a ton of money. If you look at his shirt after the fight, he made like a hundred grand or something for like every post. He was he 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 made a ton of money in that fight. He was over a million dollars. I'm thinking. Uh, from outside revenue sources, so he he did um, he did well off of that. I don't think he was really coming out there to try to win. Um, 
The 11 and 0, I think maybe they're trying to try to count UFC record. So they just erased that part that he fought somebody else outside of the UFC. 11 and 0 in the UFC type of stuff, just playing. They're salesmen, dudes. That's what they do. It's all pro wrestling. It's all pro wrestling. Yep. Um, I don't think they would have thought the ass whooping would have been as bad as it, it was, maybe. But they made they made a ton of money. You know, I think sometimes just making the money grab. And I find that sometimes once you reach a certain level in MMA, there's no, like, dropping down. Like, I don't think anybody lost any respect for um, – uh, man, what we talk about him? Who's talking about him? The heavyweight, Mir, Frank Mir, after his last boxing match thing. He's still Frank Mir to me. He still snapped Tim Sylvia's arm, still heel hooked Brock Lesnar. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. All right, guys. Let's play something out. Let's play something. Oh yeah. Oh man, I missed it. Oh yeah. All right. Somebody's honey is crowding my icebox. Somebody's cold one is giving me chills. Guess I'll just close my eyes. Oh, yeah. All right. Feels good inside. Flip on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Something is a bubbling hand behind my back. Bottle is ready to blow. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. can't confront you, I never could do that which might hurt you, so try and be cool, when I say this way, is a water slide away from me that takes you further every day, so be cool, say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. Dear daddy, I 
I'll write you in spite of you, said silence. You cleaned up, found Jesus, and your good old soul. I hear this bottle of Stevens awakens ancient demons. Like father, said father, is rounding in the sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say it ain't so, your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so, your drug is a All right, y'all. I'll uh, I'll check you later.